there's no way for us to play it. Um, I can play it. Can you? I mean, I want to listen to it. I can just listen okay. to start the start play. an episode and remind myself. Play the theme song. All right. Hey, Dom. Hey, Morgan. You gotta do a big intro. Well, I was gonna go. I was thinking, like, when he asked me what to start, I'm like, oh, I should do it like a low key. Fair, fair enough. Just come in. <laughs> Don't Welcome. set any expectations too high. <laughs> that's that's the motto for this show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. This is Morgan and Dom Storm Chasers. How you been, Morgan? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Been a good. while, but I'm still good. <laughs> it's good. It's all good. That's how this goes. Been doing goes. good. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think I lost your phone number there for a bit, but well, we've gotten back in touch and things are happening. Yeah. Like, this is the show. Not that we ever, you ever use my phone number anyway. We no, communicate no, purely through Facebook. Facebook <laughs> it's true. It's 2019, Dom. To date the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just to make sure that everyone knows exactly what's happening. Yes, this isn't a back issue. 2019, new episodes. Welcome. Let's get straight into it. We always yeah. do really long intros. Let's just scrap all that. It's not like anything's happened. Like, it's things are exactly the same in our lives since the last episode. Yeah. I mean, there was an election, but nothing changed. No. So, it's fine. <laughs> the election was the Political. only thing that happened. Political. Between now and last November. Um, last November, though, we were talking about... Um, what was it? Crimes of Grindelwald? We were. Um, we were. That was a, a hot topic. And that since just then, because um, we were talking about how bad it was, the writing and everything. And since then, I've like to join. I've seen, um, I went and saw the Cursed Child play. Oh my goodness, did you? Yeah, in two parts <sighs> over two nights. So I have heard things about this and I would really like to see the Cursed Child from a this is a moment in time perspective, but not. From what I've heard, not necessarily from a this is art perspective. So it How is, did you find it? Um, it's like I would hundred percent recommend people go see it. Yeah, but I think it is terribly, terribly written. <laughs> which is like I think when it came out as a book, people <laughs> were like, point. "It's kind of right." Iffy, yeah, yeah. But I can't. It, it's either they know that and they've accommodated for it, or they've just they technically they have smashed. Like this is the best technical performance mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. Like the because they've got to do the magic. They've got all these movement items, and they've just done some interesting, really cool mm. stuff that just makes it worth seeing. Just to yeah, okay, marvel. Yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. you especially would appreciate some of the stuff they do technically. Yeah. Um. But yeah. That being said, it is terribly written. Great performances. <laughs> like the they're doing their best. Um. Yeah. One of the main characters is Scorpius Malfoy. The mm-hmm. actor playing him in the Melbourne version is amazing. Mm. And that, that, yeah, not to not to bring down the actors or anything. They are killing it. But my <laughs> God, the dialogue and some of the writing and some of the story, like, because I, I mean, I've I, seen all the YouTube videos yeah. and heard all of the reviews of this, and and it's like, wow, this isn't a great play. And I can't tell if it's because I've been immersing myself and mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of writing and stuff. And like me and my partner, we go to performances now, and we like. So I think because it's this, we've seen some shitty ones or not. We're just like we're sitting there and we're like, are we snobs or is it just mm-hmm. not up to our norm? Like we sit there and we have a debate with with ourselves. Like, is this bad or are we yeah. snobs? And it's kind of like <laughs> trying to fit in. But I, I genuinely think there are moments um, in that most people might agree is badly mm-hmm. written or something. But I will say because it's over two nights, it really it starts pretty small. It kind of builds up and. But by the end of the first night, they really, like, they hit you hard with, like, because oh, it's over okay. two nights, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. they want you to be excited. It's like, oh, my God. That, I think that was the best moment was coming up. And then the start of the second half, and then yeah. it kind of goes downhill again. Right, right. But it has right. its moment. Like, it rises right in the, like, gets you excited for the next show. And then you come back in, and it's like, oh, yeah. And then it kind of 
yeah. dwindles out again. Because obviously you would have gone into it hearing all of this about how it's it's poorly written and it's yeah. bad. Do you think it, maybe it was a mistake to release it as a book? Because I, I don't think that you can well, that's the thing, realistically like- release a, a, a script as a piece of art that lives by itself. Well, like, that's the thing. Like yeah. People say, like, oh, it's terribly written, but it's like... Um, reading scripts as a book is not great. I remember studying Macbeth yeah. in high school and it was the worst experience of my life trying to read, especially by a Shakespeare script. Mm. I just don't think a play as a book is ever a good idea. You want to Yeah, exactly. It. I mean, that's the thing. It, it's it's A script is not the thing. It is the blueprint that makes yeah. the thing. And, and I so- think that's why when people say, like, oh, it's bad, I'm like, look, it's a script. Maybe it's mm. meant to be seen. But then you could go and see it and there are some definite bits where it's like... <laughs> But it's like it. It's the same thing with like I've talked about this with friends. But like J.K. Rowling, um, doesn't know how to write a movie, and I think because she also yeah. wrote the, she's not mm-hmm. sure how to write a play, maybe as well. But she had help in that one as well, so it's not one hundred percent her fault. With the I play. mean, we've said this before. J.K. Rowling is the George Lucas of uh, books, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, great at the ideas, but like the the implementation isn't always one hundred. She just can't stop. She keeps adding, and stuff. she can't stop. Like that's 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 the thing. Um. But like overall, you would recommend uh, uh, just for the um, technical marvel of it. It is amazing to go. It's an experience. I think as like as much as like a musical or a play is an experience. This one is a proper experience. You are engaged at moments. They do a lot to wow you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a. I think there is actually a really cool part with the reveal in the second half where it's just the the theater around you. You're like, oh. They do something and they see just, that I appreciate, and it's like, oh wow, like, that was there the whole time, and I just, mm. it's really cool. Because I think that's one of the things that like you can't get in any other art form is that the the space can really be a part of the experience. I think they use the space phenomenally yeah. well. It's it also is like a, I, I want to believe it's like they're like this is a, we got it, we can make money off this play because mm-hmm. they, like they're gonna make money off it. Why not? Yeah, but they knew that the writing was a little flawed, so they had to kind of go out there a little bit on everything else. I, I, I kind of believe that that's true. And hey, it works. I'm recommending people to go see it yeah. because of that reason. I think the other thing that's that's interesting about this, uh, about Cursed Child in particular, is that it is a play. Like, it's not a musical. Mm. And it's like, I can't think of another blockbuster play. It is interesting. Plays aren't even that... Like, I, I go to musicals all the time. Mm. I rarely go to plays. Yeah. Um, And I was... I'm like, oh, plays just have, in my mind, a little bit... Con- tend to be in my mind like oh it might be a bit dry yes and it's like yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't and like it was kind of had movement items mm. like the transitions they would have people come on and do swishing stuff with their cloaks like it wasn't dry enter stage yeah, sort of yeah, stuff so yeah. i think that is kind of what plays are it's just in my mind plays seem to i always feel like they're a little dry because mm-hmm. like i go to musicals all the time and they're a bit i feel like oh you break it up with the songs and the dance and then plays are like no you don't have that. yeah like, you can have the... that yeah no i think that's good and i think i mean it is definitely on my... I, I would like to go and see it. I haven't yet done that. I think you would appreciate a lot of the technical stuff mm. a lot. And yeah, it is worth seeing simply on that aspect. This discussion about the writing reminds me of... Um, did you see the Austin McConnell video a couple years back when Kirst Child first sort of made the rounds in America where he sort of tears down the writing and all of the plot points and explains it. And um, then someone puts it on. Somebody at, at a at a fringe festival somewhere, and I don't think there was ever like a, a, re- a filming of it or anything. There's no way to actually go and see it now. But somebody did take his advice, and his he came up with a whole new plot that sort of 
kept a lot of the the beats of the original but then you know fixed some of the the what he saw as plot holes again i haven't seen it but um then someone went and put it on which i think is absolutely crazy That's so cool. i mean there's there's two verses of this <laughs> this play out there now but That's i'll link that video in the show yeah, notes it is an interesting analysis of the play in general yeah and then ways you could potentially it, fix it and look it's uh in case you like this isn't a spoiler it's a time travel story mm-hmm. so it's gonna have plot holes yeah. but there is just some of the writing where it's like why or like some of the characters motivation like the main character's motivation harry's son i'm like what i i it took me a while for them to even give me a reason as to why he was doing this and mm-hmm. even then i was like i guess all right yeah let's carry on <laughs> yeah. i'll take that because you didn't give me anything before also i'll take that but it's also like i didn't get why and then, like, towards the end, you're like, okay, I kind of mm. get it. But it's also like, you needed to give me a reason early as to why I, <laughs> why. Yeah. I. It's tough, too, because, like, in a in a play, you can't, you can't, like, go back. You can't, like, rewind and go, did I, did I, like, did I yeah. miss something? Or but it's just, like, if it's not spot on, then I think it's just quite easy to pick apart. But. Yeah, I think that's another thing. Like, it's a little bit, like, whoa, okay, yeah. <laughs> it, it is almost, like, at points where it's, like, that seems like a first draft. Cool. Let's carry on. But yeah, again, technically amazing. Performances were phenomenal. And all the like little tricks that because it's also kind of a magic show because there's like little tricks and stuff that right. yeah, used to pull off yeah, magic. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And um, <laughs> being me, I'm like, yep, figured that one out. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> one's pretty pretty straightforward. And then there's like a couple where I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't understand how they did that. But it's no, nah, it was really cool. And um, yeah, recommend it. Uh, definitely way more than I recommend Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day I was um, driving and as you do yes and, and then I, I came to my attention that I was soon not going to be able to do that for much longer because the light on my dashboard came on saying I was out of fuel living on fumes that's that's the way I do it as well so I pulled into the uh, petrol station and started filling up and and as I was watching all the numbers tick over I was thinking like how I how do I know that that's actually how do I trust that? You just trust that. You just they're, trust they're that they're giving properly. you the right amount I mean, of the petrol. Fact that they're showing you the numbers is like kind of. It's like here, hold the, and it's like a, they could be like. It is just like, hey, this is how much I we're can't telling you see how much into you're putting, the fuel yeah. tank. Like, I, it's just but like, then you're, like your indicator. Like, if you fill it all the way up, that gives you a good indication. If you know sure. how much your car takes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, but like, I don't know. I mean, petrol stations are inherently a scam, right? <laughs> I, this is not, I'm not saying this. I'm, I believe that, yes, it's giving me the, the right amount of fuel. But, you know, sometimes it's just like you can hear the pump sort of like slows down and yeah. you're like, well, the numbers don't seem to have slowed down. <laughs> or you're like, I, I don't know, like, have I run, is the pump run out of fuel, but it's still going yes, up and it's like, not giving me not anything? Do- what, in what other arena... Do we just trust that we're be- like? Do we just trust the thing to tell us? Yeah. Yes, you're definitely getting what you're paid for. It's also just oh, petrol in Australia is so expensive right now. It like, really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, is there a free way to get petrol? There's not really. I can dig it up maybe and refine it. Just that's, yourself. That's I think that's um, an expense in itself. Yeah, I, 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 you could just siphon it out of other cars in a car park. What if I it's like a, a legal way so to get petrol? Are you familiar with like the people? The, things people put on ATMs to, like, scam your cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, What if you, like, create something like that for a petrol pump? Like, you have, like, your own skin and it sucks (laughs) petrol out of people's car and then you just come in and just... Oh, yes. This is a terrible idea. Well, no, this is the thing. petrol skimming. Because, like, they don't even know, right? So, if you could put, like, if you could, like, open it up 
and you put your own little tank in there and you like split it and like you siphon off like half or even just like 10%. Who's going to notice a 10% yeah. discrepancy? And then if you get enough up? people coming through, it's just, it's just and then you just it, Yeah. Dodgy. <laughs> now, I'm it's not saying like, this is happening. It's but. also like petrol stations are heavily monitored. So it's like, I don't oh, know yeah. how you'd get away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, if you go in and they're like, they're looking at all the numbers. Like they've got <laughs> video footage close up of everyone's number mm. plates. And it's like, cool. <laughs> but yeah, I, there is just a weird trust thing with petrol stations. Yeah. And I it's because one of the things of another... like we need it. They provide a service. Mm. We just assume it's correct because yeah. Yeah, it's not like, like milk. You go in, you're like, okay, I would like a liter of milk. You get a liter of milk. You can weigh the liter. You can see the liter of milk. It's like, how do you know that you're getting a liter of petrol? You could do like people like get the little um, jerry cans. You could do that and then solely fill up your car. And then you know you're getting your uh, bang for your buck. And I'm sure there's people who do that because they don't. I mean, trust them, yeah. But- I I cannot think of another thing that you buy often where you just have to trust that you're getting what you pay for. Um, yeah. And and now that I've yeah. had this thought, whenever I fill up my car, there's always a little doubt in my mind of like, well, am I getting ripped off here? Well, you know, you and know, now hopefully, dear listener, you will too. You know what, Dom? Share I this think pain. I think you just got one option. You just got to boycott petrol stations. <laughs> just boycott petrol yeah, stations. That'll show. Steal all my fuel. <laughs> Buy an electric car? Is that where we're where, is that where we're going? Or yeah, are we, we going can sponsor to... electric cars, man. One day I hope. Hang to on, electricity is the same, isn't it? Yeah. Well, How they, do you know that they tell you the actually... rates, mm. and then it's like I get. I... Yeah, but it's their box that counts the amount of power you're yeah, using. Yeah, it really it? is just like a. Because that's the thing. I was I was talking to someone about this the other day because I've recently moved, mm-hmm. and um, we were talking about electricity providers, and they're like. Yeah, you just do you ever like check? I'm like, no, I just assume that the bill they send me is like I'm like one of those <laughs> people. Where it's right. like, yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. It's like I know there's probably people who checking like, mm-hmm. um, call back and they'll be like, because this person used to work at Water, yeah, right, yeah, would, yeah, and they would be like get complaints and stuff. And I'm like, I would never complain. I would, I've never checked. Like, went back. I use this much, and this is how much it costs. I just that's, they send yeah. me the bill, and I go, okay, that's how much I've used. That's the I'm problem. Pay for that's that. the problem with you and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I bet they do. I bet but they're like because he's know. a call. He gets the calls coming in. He's heard people like complain like this is. I'm like, who has the time to do that? <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, it's yeah. also probably like it's also most of the time the company is probably right. Like, yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I trust them more than I trust most people. <laughs> <laughs> I trust their maths more than I trust my. Yeah, maths. well, someone who's calling in who's like sounds a little kooky. It's like I trust the company over you. Just. <laughs> I don't know. I just think like... That's going to be the downfall of humanity for sure. Trust in the corporations. <laughs> I think I think we should make I distrust corporations a, a regular segment on this because it's not the first time I've had feelings like this. Distrust in corporations is a big deal these days. Some say I mean, it hip. really is. <laughs> it's cool. It is though because like corporations run the world. Yeah. Um, I was listening to another podcast, so they don't remember what it was, but they and it's like they're kind of joking about it. But mm. one person was like, "I'm kind of half joking, but I'm also seriously scared of Disney." They I were mean, like, "I'm like oh I'm half gosh, joking, but yeah. they're like I'm actually genuinely scared, a little bit scared of how much influence and power Disney has." And it's actually like, Disney yeah, so much Disney power. has a lot of power and yeah. influence because I think oh they goodness. start off by talking about top ten gro- highest grossing movies mm-hmm. and how many of those on there are actually Disney. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's funny how much I own. It's like, the guy's like, yeah, I'm like half joking. I'm actually kind of scared at the same time. <laughs> and especially time. Now, now that Disney seems to have bought everything as well. Mm, like, yeah, they got Fox mm. and they've got... And you they think, bought another one. I you think about what uh, 
the amount of impact Disney has had on laws around the world, like copyright law in particular. Mm. And it's like, did you know this episode of the podcast is ours? We own it for 70 years after we both die because of Disney. That's an insane amount of time. Yeah, it's because they didn't want to lose Mickey, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, oh, actually, we'd like to keep the mouse for a while. It's (laughs) like, you have just set back the entirety of art. Yeah, because a, of free use your, is a nice yeah. thing. You get different movies. Like, I think some of the older ideas. Well, this is the thing: is Disney like is a company everything. built on taking public domain properties, yeah, and 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 you know reimagining them. And now they have made it impossible to do that, mm. basically, which is sort of like a <sighs> yeah. As lo- but that being said, as long as they keep making uh, bomb ass movies like <laughs> the Marvel ones, I'm fine with it. <laughs> That's the problem. It's like it's the thing is though, it's like everyone's everyone's been given their shot. Mm-hmm. And it's like Disney's killing it. <laughs> I'd rather Disney have all of them say like Warner Brothers has everything. Sure. Yeah. It's yeah, like they yeah. it's like, oh actually Warner Brothers have everything, but they make terrible movies. It's like <laughs> oh well. Yeah, it's it's like, gotta like oh, a well. win. It's like, well, we don't have we can't we we no one can use it. But it's like at least the company who's making them well is using it, as opposed to like no one can use it, but the company who uh, is makes shit ones is making mm. them all. It's like yeah, yeah, they're terrifying, but at least they're the ones making good stuff. Like, it's yeah, it's could be it's worse. crazy because people most talk about, it, but people forget about their parks department, like their theme park department mm. is also like that makes a lot of money. Like I don't, oh yeah, that is actually like a whole thing unto itself. It's crazy. Mm. They are Disney is mental. Actually, if you want to. Well, while we're talking about Disney, yes. I rewatched it recently, but I watched, it's a documentary called Waking Sleeping Beauty. Oh. And it's about how Disney animation almost um, died when it after oh, the death of Disney and yeah, they, yeah. The, the animation department almost died. And it's about how they kind of blossomed and grew from there to the thing they are now. Mm-hmm. And um, if anyone's really interested in because I've seen it before and then I showed my partner the other day because we're watching it again. And it's just super interesting. It's about how, yeah, that um, does sound fascinating. And it specifically talk like the the relationship between Eisner um, mm-hmm. and two other people. I forget their names. And it's all about and it's um Eisner, Ron Disney. He's oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this other third party who were like became their 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 ideas with like animation, and then they're clashing. Mm-hmm. It's it's super interesting. I highly recommend that. That that sounds fascinating. I've never heard of that. I'm it's very good. Gonna- Gonna have a look. Waking Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Speaking of Disney, Disney's Aladdin got a a, a reimagining. Yeah, a li- fairly live recently. action. Live unlike action. unlike um, Lion King. Oh, we it can is have a chat about action. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lion King, which is just better animation, yeah. <laughs> but like different animation. CGI. Yeah, it's like, literally just like it's been marketed as live action. But it's actually, it's, like, it's it's just not. <laughs> Lion King is basically Ice Age. Like, yeah. It's just like they ice like yeah, and like why honestly, does Ice Age get to be animation, but Iron King is called live action? I don't know. It's also like I was talking about this with my sister. It's really funny because they've tried to make the lions realistic, mm-hmm. and that's a problem because like every other time we've had realistic lions, we've actually changed them a little bit because the lion's face is really bad with emotions. Oh, interesting. So that there's there's the thing if they're too real, like we're speculating that if it comes out and they're too realistic. Mm. That it's actually just going to be a terrible performance because there's just going to be no their faces don't show emotion really well. That's fascinating. And it, we're talking about specifically like Aslan in Lord of the Rings and stuff. <laughs> uh, not Lord of the Rings. Uh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, weird. Weird mix up. 
um, Narnia, Chronicles yeah. of Narnia, yeah, yeah. how he's, he's kind of like, he's the most realistic looking lion, but he's also got his mm-hmm. different things so that he can portray emotions mm-hmm. when he speaks. But yeah, I think that's another interesting aspect of the... Li- mm. Also, like, if it were truly live action, they'd be training lions. Like actual lions to And do that yes. would also not convey emotion very well. So <laughs> yeah. I think animation is, like, the only way that this movie could mm. theoretically go. Well, okay, so, yeah. So we, we'll have to we'll have to come back to The Lion King once we've we've seen it, once it's, once it's available. But um, Aladdin, I want to get to this because yes. I went into it with... Zero expectations. Low expectations. Yeah. <laughs> really, really I, I low also expectations. Mine. I was, I was like, look, let's see. What I saw that trailer. I saw Blue Will Smith. <laughs> I was like, man, this is going to be bad. And I loved it. Yeah, you loved it? I absolutely adored it. Like, thought, I've seen it twice already. Will Smith was having a great time. Oh, my gosh. He was yes. killing it. Um, Jasmine was great. Fantastic. Um, I don't know if you saw the live show when I was in Melbourne. I didn't get the chance. Jasmine to. was a big letdown in that, so oh. I was a little bit like, oh, "I wonder if this is better." And it was. Yes. Um, I think the whole movie just is a letdown from the fact that, like, I know the Aladdin story. Sure. And it is a beat mm-hmm. for beat, exactly the same. They didn't yes. really change anything. There are a couple of like, I think, good additions to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that fixes a lot of like problems with the original. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is. Exa- it's just a remake. But I think it was. Very solid. I think it's fun. I think it's definitely a good fun time. Everyone seems to be enjoying this stuff. And yeah, Will Smith, he kind of also, he's taken Robin Williams' performance and he's kind of like taken parts of it, but he's also made the the role his own as well. Yes. He's not copying. He's doing his own own Mm -hmm. thing. And I think that's really cool. And it works. It's not I think it works really well. Yeah. And um, people didn't like him when he was blue, but like, hey, he's not blue for that much of the movie. It's fine. And honestly, I think the trailer looked a lot worse than the actual movie did. I don't think there's... I mean, trailers usually sometimes do because they're not finished. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's interesting, actually, because I feel like the general consensus of everyone is that, yeah, it was good and... Yeah, Will Smith did a really good job and put a lot into it because I've seen a lot of comments of people defending Will Smith, but nobody actually attacking him. Yeah. So I feel like everyone expected well, they're, they're this to be terrible. Him from when they're attacking him earlier when yeah, the trailer first exactly. released. They're like, oh, actually, they're probably defending him from themselves. Like, I'm sure oh, some of those people were like, oh, wrong. look at Will Smith wrong. in this. And he came out and was like, Will Smith's actually great. Mm. And whoever says he isn't is like <laughs> talking to my past self yeah. who didn't like the trailer. I, uh, yeah, honestly, really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if I'm... Ap- I'm, I'm probably going to go in with still medium expectations for any future, like Lion King and stuff. Oh, yeah. But absolutely. I was pleasantly yeah, yeah, surprised, no. surprised <laughs> with Aladdin. Yeah, this is not a free pass for <laughs> all Disney live-action remakes. Uh, Beauty and the Beast still happened. I still like, never saw that one. <laughs> it looked completely... Not good. Not great. <laughs> so, we, we this is definitely not like... Yeah, full steam ahead on uh, Disney remakes in the future, but you know, just diamond in the rough. Yeah, perhaps. diamond in the rough. Very well put. All right, do you want to do your your segment? Yes, sure. <clears throat> so, Dom. Yes, Morgan. You know that um, I think of myself as a bit of a marketing maverick, so to speak. I I think there is no truer statement. Yes, you are the maddest of men. Yes, of course. Um, I am John Ham. <laughs> But um, actually, though, <laughs> so um, I was thinking, I'm like, this is a new idea for a segment. It's mm-hmm. called missed opportunities because I'm always going around. Okay. I'm like, man, that's a that's a missed opportunity. They should have done this. Oh, okay. So um, this, um, I've got one for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, just to pitch to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a pretty simple one. You're familiar with Bunnings, of course. I am familiar with Bunnings. So yes. I I, find, I think it's for a those bit of, who aren't, 
for those who aren't, it is pretty much the premier hardware store in Australia. Nicely done. I, I, they literally have no co- competition. I think I've seen one home improvement in the last five years somewhere. <laughs> is that what's called home improvement with the home, two dogs? Home, home hardware. Home hardware. Home yeah, hardware. That's yeah. it. Home improvements. The show with Tim Allen. That's correct. <laughs> yes, you're right. Um. So this to, to be fair, which I've seen one of in the last five years. <laughs> also accurate. Um, so this is my my pitch to them. They're they're missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. So they're a hardware store in Australia. Mm-hmm. They have sausages every Saturday. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, ready for this? Yes, <clears throat> baby Bunnings, okay. baby, baby, baby. Um, mascot. Mm-hmm. So like image like baby bunting. Yeah, but like but like in a hard hat. Yeah, great green diaper with the red hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he could be in all the catalogs, holding like a toy hammer, doing stuff. I'm with you. We could do safety okay. things where he's like doing something, and then the guy comes like, "No, baby, this is how you do." Like, I so, think so, it's a real marketing. Because I'll be honest, when you first said baby bunnings, I'm like, so is it like a a store that sells like building blocks? No, it's a, it's a mascot. It's a mascot, and it's okay. called Baby Bunnings. Baby Bunnings. Yes, hard hat. Bunnings themed diaper always carries like probably like a plastic hammer of some kind, and we can get some other like like fake tools. Because Bunnings doesn't have a mask. No, they don't. Do they? They they've got the, the hammer. all the others do. Home Hardware has the dogs. Yep. Mitre Ten has what's his name from the block. Like yeah, they don't have a mascot. They do not, and I think this is a missed opportunity for them. I think it's a wonderful diversification of. Look, it's a, it's an adult store, but I think mm-hmm. it's funny and it kind of catches like this is the baby, the it's baby like a training of building like, stuff. Um, like I think the, I like the idea of I don't know if you've been on their website. They do have a lot of online videos. They, they yes, get stuff to yes, record. yes, yes. Add a baby mascot. It could make it much more entertaining to watch. Live action yeah, baby bunnies. And it's like, hey, baby, that's not how you lay those tiles. Let me show you how it's done properly. <laughs> I am down for this. Yeah, I think that's and a I'm trying. I've been idea. trying to figure out like like because they've got the giant warehouses. We could do like a stencil with the baby on the somewhere, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like lowest prices just the beginning. Baby, I don't know. Like, there's, there's a lot of. <laughs> so okay, so so let's okay, let's flesh this out. Baby Bunnings, is he or she? she a an anim like a, a cartoon baby or a real actual flesh and bones baby. I think like painted on the side of the store. So I think is when this it a comes photograph to like, or a drawing. So I think that when it comes to live action stuff, we'll have a real baby. Mm-hmm. But I think when we come to like a stencil, we just want it to be stencil, so it'll be like bare minimum minimalist. Right. Yeah, yeah, just stencil kind because of, like something that the logo at the, the moment now is pretty buttons. basic. So mm-hmm. if you just got like a stencil with like you have the face, like I think yeah, a basic yeah. stencil as Makes opposed sense. to like a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I also think like because you want it, it's a mascot. You want to have it around. You can't have a baby. Actual every store. mascot. Well, you can't have like big foam baby. Yeah, you gotta just get a baby. You yes. can't have a, a an actual little baby at every store. No, if you can, but like, <laughs> let's go for it. Yeah, but uh, I think yeah, in a firm, like mm-hmm. the most cartoony it gets is the mascot uniform. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. And, baby bunnies. Um, you've already got the um, playground and like the cafe in most of them. It works. Yes. It fits in with that area. Have baby bunnings perfectly. Brings the kids in. They gives do, the kids, the, like, do the kids workshops and yep. things. Run by baby bunnings now. Run by baby bunnings. Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. I think uh, the only thing I can't think of is like people are going to ask. The only thing I can't think of is why they haven't done it. Yeah, well, missed opportunity, Dom. <laughs> the whole point of this segment. But I just because people are going to ask, and I, what's the baby's name? Because the baby's bunnings is a title. To be clearly. fair, it was my next question. <laughs> it's and it's honestly rattling me because I feel like it's got to be perfect. Like, um, it, it's got. It can't be two by four. That's not really a human name, but like that's. It's got to be synonymous. What right? about I, I, silly sausage? Because of the sausage sauce. chisel. I, I feel like a, a real name. Can a- I make a suggestion? Yes, Brendan, the Bunnings baby. Brendan the Bunnings baby. Brendan the Bunnings. So you got baby. the B alliteration. B B B. That also works. B B B. 
which also sounds like a baby. Baby, Bunnings baby. I really like Bunnings baby. It's honestly there could be more than one Bunnings baby though. Yeah, it could be the Bunnings baby. I mean, well, the thing is, the Bunnings babies also the babies are going to get old. And of you course, really you're going to have to swap the babies or in. Or you out. can like imagine like following like like a Macaulay Culkin or something like this is <laughs> the this, whole way the, the, the whole ba- like the famous Bunnings the, baby. The Bunnings or, baby. For a better example, have you seen um like the Milky Buck? Nah, uh, what's the movie? Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yes. So they're in the the town was like Baby Brent was like the the the, <laughs> yeah. the, the tuna company, and then he's like a grown man in a diaper because that's his image. He was like a child star. Uh, yeah. But he was the baby in the. That sort of thing. We could follow I'm them with throughout you, there. And you follow the, the Bunnings baby all the way. Yeah. Or, yeah, I, or as I, they get older, they just become a spokesperson for Bunnings. Right, right, or right. Like right, they, right. And they pass their mantle to the new baby Bunnings because they're not a baby anymore. It's mm. only the alliteration, but it's like, I was a previous baby Bunnings. I was a baby Bunnings. Like, you can be a milky bucket. Yeah. Or, like, what if, what if, what if like, he, he grows up and then you've got, Maybe like... if you're a baby like Bunnings, the, when you grow up, they give you a, a scholarship to a TAFE or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> you could have, like, like he get you know, he grows up and now he's... Like Bunnings Builder, uh, or like you know, yeah, Bunnings Bob the Builder, Brendan the Builder, <laughs> Bunnings Builder, or I, or maybe there is just one baby Bunnings it's generational, yeah. but it's like um, 007 where the role just the changes. role just changes, and it's like you know, next week it's a different baby, then, well, but it's still like, baby well, Bunnings. Okay, well, there's like an age gap, and then and then you'd have to hold auditions, right? And everyone's like, well, here's oh, we want our baby to be baby, baby Bunnings, and mm. you have auditions, you have a casting call. And then it's a competition. So would and what, I think that the idea is that like to get people involved, maybe the family gets like a discount for this a year. This is like a Truman Show thing where like like <laughs> once the baby's been cast as baby Bunnings, Bunnings now owns the baby. <laughs> they have the right to do whatever the they want. The baby lives in the baby. corporate headquarters. It's just like I think there's a lot of potential there. I think there's I think there's a heap of potential in baby Bunnings. Mm. And I or think the Bunnings baby, baby Bunnings is is a small Bunnings. <laughs> I Maybe didn't think of that. I'm glad we've workshopped this because, yeah, Baby Bunnings is a Bunnings where the Four Bunnings babies. baby would shop, but the Bunnings yes. baby is the mascot. <laughs> I'm so behind Bunnings baby. Yeah. Um, how, do, how, do we, how do we get this in front if, of If anyone from Bunnings is listening, please contact us. At, what's our email? Show it. Morgan and Dom at hotmail.com. I and, think um, it's our email at Yes. The you must contact us because if I see this. Or hear, get we wind of it. I know people in Bunnings. Will I will hear soon. about it if you. Wait, hang on. If you know people in Bunnings, why don't you pitch it to them? Uh, may I might, but uh, I will. We will sue if you're you're putting the call out for like. If anyone knows anyone in Bunnings, and you're like, I know. Well, I know it's more of like a warning. Like, hey, if you're listening, don't steal the idea because we'll come and give it to you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. There, there will be licensing details yes. for this worked out later on. Mm-hmm. Bunnings baby. Sponsored and, by um, <laughs> Don't worry, I've got plenty more where this came from. So that's where the uh, missed opportunity segment is going to be coming from. And Dom, if you've got any, I'm ready to listen and take <sighs> yours in future episodes. Or if you've got any right I, now, I, I do have one that I've had for such a long time. Well, I'm, I'm I'm here. I'm here to listen. So you know, I almost don't want to say it because there is it's a small so good. part of me. It's, <laughs> it's really so good. It's not going to happen. But there's a small part of me that like is worried that at, at one point in my future life, I will have the opportunity to launch this product and I don't want to give away the name. Are you familiar with Pavlova Magic? The I'm familiar with Pavlova and Magic, I, but not together in like one. Let me, let me pull up Pavlova Magic because I'm sure you have seen these before. Dom is typing into his laptop. This is great podcast content. Pavlova Magic, for those who don't know, including Morgan, is a... Uh, ready to make pavlova mixture 
mm-hmm. that comes so it's like, in it's a like plastic a, egg. Like one of them like shake and bake pancakes. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, but it's for pavlova. So, you, I don't know, you add extra stuff like yeah. eggs I've or whatever. Never seen, can, is that an American thing? Can you get them no, in Australia? you can get them here. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I might have one for dinner tonight. <laughs> Don't have pavlova for dinner. That's a terrible idea. Don't but tell me how to live my life. Basically, it's like pavlova. I'm a madman. It's a pavlova mixture. You add, I don't know, water and eggs or whatever to it, and then you you turn it, it bake it into a pavlova. What are the chances? Like, is it like 100% every time you get a pavlova, or if you do it wrong, you might? <laughs> I mean, it is magic, so who knows? <laughs> Maybe there's like a rabbit's foot thing going on. But I think the key point of this is that pavlova magic comes in a plastic egg. It just looks like an egg. There's no top. It's so weird. I can't stop looking at it. It's an egg, though. It's very clearly an egg. Which is why I believe that this product should not be called Pavlova Magic and should instead be called Hatchapav. And I feel so strongly about this that I am prepared to I don't to believe you. I, I, I'm generally curious. White wings, that idea, if you want it. You honestly thought at some point in your life you're going to be in a position to change that. Without or the help of my this own, podcast. Or launch my own competing product. Hatchapav. Because I think Hatchapav is such a better name for this product. <laughs> I feel like the one magic. thing there is that it's very, like, Australian. Like, you get a tourist coming over, thinking about, like, what the fuck is a pav and why is it in an egg? Like, we know, like, a pav is but, short but for pavlova. But pavlova like, magic. What the fuck's a pavlova and why is it in an egg? Why is it magic? Look, um, I'm going to be honest. I've got a lot of questions about that. <laughs> but you'd have less if it was called Hatchapav because at least then the egg would make sense well, because be also the eggs bit, for the pun. I'd also be a little bit right like, now it's in an egg is for no the pavlova reason. alive when it hatches? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's yeast in pavlova, but there could be. <laughs> Hatchapav. I'll be honest. Bunnings baby's a way better idea. <laughs> Look, I'm... This is a this is a bit of a rebrand, and I think I think White Wings, if they should, are interested, they should contact you. I do agree that and the like egg, I, said, I the know egg people in the, the food industry, <laughs> and if you do use this idea, we will sue you. I get the idea of using the egg because it's inter- it's distinctive, mm-hmm. but they've got nothing to stay why. Whereas if it's hatch an egg, it's like it, it, at least it, it works makes together. the pun work. Yeah, this is just like it's called Pavlova magic, and we put it in egg because it's <laughs> cool. Because we had some left finger on. guns. <laughs> So, Dom, it's been a while since we caught up. Only, only a little bit. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about something we're getting into. I don't, um, I'll spook the reason I'm back into it. Did you watch Lego Masters on Channel 9? Oh, I, I, you've just reminded me I haven't actually seen the last episode. Ah, but I did watch Lego Masters uh, and I, I enjoyed it. I was lot. hooked on Lego Masters. Were you a Lego person as a child? <sighs> yes. I, I mean, not, not. To the extent that some were. I had Lego. I enjoyed playing with Lego, but I was never the sort of person that like gets all of the sets and yeah, build yeah. all of the sets. I loved Lego. Mm-hmm. I, I liked a couple of sets, but I was mainly like free, like imagination, yes. make my yeah. own thing. Yeah. Like I had a Harry Potter castle, but I turned it into like a, a secret base. I had like missile nice. silos and like an yes. armory and stuff. That's the best. I just liked doing crazy stuff. Yeah. But um, Lego Masters has reignited my... I, I went <laughs> in the moving process. Yeah. I, I moved. I went to my parents' house and mm-hmm. I got all of my old Lego boxes and I made sure oh, they moved over with me brilliant. as well. So I've been playing with Lego and it's great. I miss it. It's good. It's just so expensive. If there's one it gripe is. I have about Lego, it is really expensive and it's really, yeah, it's it's like I want more because like what I thought was a lot when I was a kid isn't actually that much now that I'm older. So no, that's the thing is like, like um, I was, I, my, my sister got me as a gift for Christmas a couple of years ago a, a box of Lego as, as I think a joke but maybe not. Um, and 
like it seems like you get like it's quite a big box and it seems like that's a reason but it's very much mostly air yeah and so it's like yeah to fill up that box would cost quite a lot of money the in lego masters at the brick pit which they did and they built these amazing things i'm like those look sick i want to make stuff like that but it's actually like you need a lot of Lego, just random bits to like, and it's really hard to amass that. It's expensive. They did counts, or at, at yeah. some point during the program, how like many how many bricks. It'd be interesting to find out what the average most cost of, them, of a Lego brick yeah, is. Yeah, most. Well, most of them I think were in like easily in the hundred thousands for bricks they mm-hmm. used. It's like I never owned that many bricks. I'm no. sure. It's like I want to build stuff, but I want bricks, and it's like I, you can buy sets. I'm looking at the set there. Like, you can buy sets, mm-hmm. and like some of the sets, I would, like I look at are really nice. I'm like, I don't want to break them down. Yeah, I would rather yeah, yeah, just yeah. buy like a tub of miscellaneous bits. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can do that, but that yeah, I wonder if that's less expensive because I know the reason that Lego is quite a bit expensive is the licensing is a big thing. Interesting. So like a lot of them are brands like Marvel and DC, but it's like I want to. If anyone knows if you can buy a miscellaneous, well, box let me let me, let me fetch this because um, like a miscellaneous box of Lego is really what I'm looking for, just to make random stuff with. Dom is pulling out the Lego box, which I think I have seen. Those are the ones that look like a Lego brick. You can get the Bit giant ASMR, yellow. Put your hand in and like move it around for the. But this Lego this just there. has in it your like classic bricks and look. So this is mostly just bits of and look how empty that is. Yeah, that could be. Oh, it's got a train. I built the train. Very colourful. So this is the kind of thing I'm. I just maybe a bit more, bit more. There's in not it. that much variety and a bit and more like, variety. Yeah, and 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 the problem I think is because it comes with this book of things that you can build in it. It, it, I also feel like this may be specifically targeted at a younger, or it's got the colour. Definitely, it's very maybe colorful. some garden stuff. Whereas I want to build vehicles and yeah, there's although you've like got this laser gun and stuff, it seems to be some. Mm. There's stuff not in here. enough. Um, I think the biggest problem with these these classic kits, oh, and you can see a list of everything that comes in it. It's like there's a lot of colours. Yeah, and not a lot of like. Well, that's another thing. I've been working with a lot of. I've been trying to make, and I've kind of, the first thing I made since is I made like a, a space, a space scrap junker mm-hmm. spaceship. So like I have a lot of grays, but like a different shade of grays. So yeah. like, cause you don't yeah, get a lot yeah. of the same. So it's, it, I had to go with that so that it didn't look too bad. It was like, yep. well, like it's, it's, it's a scrapper, it's a junker. So it's got different bits, but yeah, cool. trying to, you want a lot of the same colors here and there as well. Which is I like this train so. has a lot of blue, so that's but that uses up basically all of the blue. Yeah, all of the blue. Because because in the book, yeah, the um the train is the blue thing. Yeah. So I, I think don't know. Is this a pizza oven? Looks like a toaster to me. Oh, it is a toaster. Yeah. So I huh. think something oh, similar that's cool. to this. They've but got like more normal bread and then toasted bread. Is that are they parts in here? Is there bread bits in here? Somewhere? I don't think they're bread bits. I think it's made up of different bits. How big is the toast? Oh, no, it'd probably be pretty big if it's using all the blue. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a reignited passion for Lego Dom. That's pretty cool. And um, Maybe we should have a Lego challenge one day. Yeah. A live podcasted Lego challenge where we we build. We have we are challenged to cool. build something and like this little someone car. judges it. Yeah, that, that was this one. Very nice. I do. I've like only Lego. built the things that are in the books. And like, I do like creative, but also like really nice when you buy like. There's a big set I'm looking at the moment where you get it and you just work through the instructions and it slowly mm-hmm. comes together. And you, I do I like do the like sets the as well. I do like the city ones. Yep. One of my friends has I a lot of the city good. ones. Mm. But I also yeah, there's one I'm looking at is a spaceship and it looks so cool. But yeah, I'm really into it. It's really something that like not a lot of people want want to talk to you about because they're like, oh Lego, you're a kid. No, I I, I still. Think, yeah. I I think it's. Yeah, I'm, I, I really like it. It's a nice way to relax. You put it on TV, and then cool. the other night I just stayed up and I listened to podcasts while I was doing it. And I was like, I think, I think it's a worthwhile endeavor. I mean, like, you know, people play video games, and that's fine. Yeah, but 
I think Lego's also perfectly fine. So that's that's what I'm into at the moment. Man, is that another episode done already? I feel like it is. Wow. I feel like I feel like we are I mean they just happen so quickly and so often. Yeah. <laughs> No, just it was good. Just I found this one, one more like a nice little catch up than a regimented it's a thing. Catch it was good. up, yeah. It's good to talk to you. Um, good to good good to talk to you to audience. I hope <laughs> you're I, all caught up. Yes, now. I hope you liked this, Alex. I expect you're listening. You always listen. But yeah, this is the thing. I logged into our stats the other day, and like, people have been listening to back issues. So, someone theory, out there is desperate for <laughs> is this desperate episode. For new content. I just every time we release an episode. Because whoever goes through their podcast subscriptions and deletes a podcast, so I don't. We're, we're going to show up on oh, God knows how many people's devices. And that's devices. how we get them. Just be like, hey, remember us? Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us on this journey as we spoke about yep. many things that interest I'm, us and hopefully you. It was a nice episode, but I just can't... Th- I'm just trying to think now of one thing that stands out that we could name it over. It's just a general, like, nice little, like... A good little... Morgan and Dom. If you had to... I feel like if you... Yeah, if you had to... You know how some TV shows, um, you, like... You always want... You want an episode that's, like, this is the, the prototypical episode of this TV show that, like, if you want to know... But then it's, like, you can't find one because they're all their own thing. It's, like, this is that episode of this show. If you just want an episode to show someone to be, like, that's what this is like... This is the one. So, enjoy this gift from us to you. Morgan, do you have anything to plug? Um, look, I haven't done one in a while, but I do a podcast with some other friends called Holly Good about movies. Mm-hmm. If you want to check that out. And uh, I'll give it this bit of a plug because it's uh, one of my friends has started a new podcast. Ooh. It's called uh, What's Life with Paul and Luke. And you know the um, That's Life magazine on the train, like the really trashy one? Sure, yes, yes, they, yes. They, one of them has a subscription and they go through the episode oh. every week. It, there's a lot Amazing. of interesting stuff in there. It's a uh, good fun. <laughs> If you want to check that one out, that's another one. I'm sure they'd love some extra listeners. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Well, then in that case, um, I will plug my YouTube channel, which is coming out with a new episode. Hopefully, by the time you hear this podcast, it will be yeah. around. You or... said tomorrow, but who knows when this who podcast will Who knows when the podcast is going to come out? So I'm going to be editing my YouTube channel. But that's out. That is youtube.com slash factoid. So enjoy that. Um, and until next time, you've been Morgan. I have. And uh, I, I think you've been dumb. I think so. It's been so long. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> uh, bye, guys. <laughs>